A contractor's journey to self-mastery requires discipline, integrity, and respect. Welcome to Hammer and Grind. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Brad Hebner, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Triplett. And- Eric Triplett. And welcome to Hammer you and always, Grind. You, you always say my name. I just wanted to say my name for one time, you know, like, hey, what's up, Brad? <laughs> I'm so pumped to be recording tonight. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Now that he's got his two cents in, this is the podcast built for contractors, real contractors, true stories, real solutions. If this is your first time here and you receive some value from the show or some laughs, please do us a favor and, and give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Or honestly, you know, if you're just annoyed with Eric, let us know that too. So if you haven't heard about our private Facebook group called The Profit Club, go check it out. We've created this mastermind community to help contractors like yourself put more profit back into their P&L. And in this group, we talk about things like our profit sales system, marketing, and knowing your numbers. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to hammerandgride.com forward slash the profit club. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about something pretty controversial, lots of discussion around this, and that is to charge or not to charge for your estimates. Mr. Eric. I love this topic. I love this topic. It's so good. I, I don't know if it's in my niche right now where I'm at. Like I've, I've been charging for, here's the difference. Are we charging for estimates or consultations? Are you giving estimates in person or over the phone? Like the, this is, this is a pretty deep topic, but like I will give, I'll give a free estimate over the phone, but like to come to your house to like help with the design element and estimates, like that's what the customers kind of think. I've always I've charged for that for fifteen almost almost twenty years. Well, I'd say for the sake of this discussion, let's say that we're talking about going out to their house to look at the job and provide them with a bid quote estimate, whatever you want to call it. You're driving to their house. Good. So that's that's what we're talking about on this discussion. Because that's what people really think. They're like, I'm gonna call the contractor, I'm gonna get him to come out and I'm gonna get them to look through my place and you know crawl through the attic or crawl into the basement or measure the bathroom or measure the backyard. Give me some ideas and then give me uh, give me what they think it's going to cost. So that is really what people think ultimately. Yeah, that just reminds me of um, one of the guys in our group, newer uh, contractor started a few weeks ago or a few months ago, I'm sorry. And uh, he's an electrician and he posted in the group about how he went and spent two days Looked at a job, spent two days figuring up all the materials. Like I'm assuming it was a pretty big job, and uh, you know, sent them over the estimate. And the customer's like, "Oh, that's great. Let's let's get it on the schedule." And then the very next day, they text him, said, "Oh, never mind. We're going to go with another company." Oh, and uh, you know, when you're a new company, like you need every job you can get, right? And so when when someone's like dangling this job in front of you. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll run out there right now and, you know, drop everything I'm doing yeah. and come out there on a, you know, Sunday evening at 6 p.m. to look at your job because I, I need the work. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I had a contractor that I helped. I mean, one of my peers, it's a contractor, he, he'll come to me with some estimates and stuff like that. And I'll help him through some stuff. He literally thought it was such a big project. He literally thought 
he was going to buy a house for himself. He had just gone through a you know, tumultuous situation and divorce and separation, all that. And he literally thought this job, he was going to, it was going to buy him a house and it's going to like save his, you know, where he's at in his life. And so he thought of it that way. So he was like, he ran out there for free. He drove over two hours away and then he drove to my place an hour from him. And then we spent an hour and a half. And we worked on numbers and then he went back and pitched it and went to the, I mean, contractors can be desperate sometimes. And so a desperate spot is not a good place to be. We hope that you can live in a spot of non-desperation to give these conversations and talks to your clients. But that that's, that is what happens. The carrot, the carrot to him was, I'm going to buy a house and this is going to reset my life. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why we always say, and you've, we've heard it before, you know, sell like you're independently wealthy and you don't need the work, right? Even if you even need if this job driving. to pay your rent. Yeah. 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 And, and that's just a mindset. You know, that's just a way to get around a mindset of people could smell that. I mean, people could smell desperation on you. They can hear it in your voice when you're on the phone and they'll, and they'll take advantage of you. Not everybody, obviously, but there are people that will take advantage of that situation. 100% agree. Yeah. So I, I mean, think I've been desperate before. I, I could sense that they, they sense it. You know, I've been like, oh, I got to get this project. You know, it's going into the winter. I got five guys. I got to keep them busy. I really want this job. And they know it. Yeah. They'll, they'll take advantage of even heart set, heartbeat. Yeah. So Eric, if, you know, if you could take $2,000 off this job, I'll give it to you. You know what I mean? Like they're going to use it to their advantage. Yeah. And you're so, like, I mean, so here, <laughs> I guess we're talking about, so the carrot and the client advantage, right? Yeah. So, well, and, and listen, there's uh, people out there that are very nice people that have no intention whatsoever to take advantage of you. It's just your bid is, you know, $1,500 more than the other bid they got. And, why would anybody want to pay an extra $1,500? So they want to know why. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, not everybody's trying to take advantage of you, but the ones that will can smell that and they will take advantage of you. So, you know, I think I've heard both sides of this. You know, the, the other side of this is it's just part of your business, it's a cost of doing your business, right? It's a marketing cost. If you have a 20% close rate, you know, two out of 10, that's just the other eight are part of the, the cost of doing business. And you just have to factor that into your cost. So now some people will say, oh, I wasted eight hours on these other jobs. So I'll just add that eight hours that I wasted onto these two that paid for it. And, and I'll make it up that way. So now you're screwing in a sense, in a, in a way you're screwing the good customers to pay for the bad customers. Yeah, that's the most important thing I want people to realize because that's always weighed really, really heavy on me. Like if a guy goes out to five, six, seven, eight jobs and spends 25, 30 hours, where do you think his expense is going to go? It's going to be on the people who that are being kind and, and generous and like, hey, yeah, let's get this done. Those people are being taxed for him running around. The brilliant thing is, if you learn how to communicate well with people and you start to charge for your time, then no longer are these really great customers going to be taxed for your shitty customers. Right, right. And not only that, you're not going to have the eight hours wasted to even have to worry about taxing anybody else. Yeah, go go do something with your family. Go do something for yourself. Go golfing. Trim on a bonsai tree or something. Do something. 
besides chase around, you know, projects that you might not going to get. And listen, I, I want to talk about, we realize this. So if you're listening to this for the first time, you never heard us talk before, you're going to realize very quickly that we are, we charge for our time. We charge for, I, I personally give free estimates, but over the phone. But if I'm going to come to someone's place and I'm going to start to put stuff on paper and start to itemize things and, and allocate numbers to certain scopes of work, you know, certain pieces of the scope of work to the puzzle, you know, I'm going to get paid for that, that work. And so if you're listening to us for the first time, we're huge fans of this. We teach how to do it and how to communicate with the clients so it doesn't come off poorly. And I want to dive into this a little bit so, you know, you can have a little taste, a little flavor of how it, how it works. Yeah. And we say charge for your time, but really you're not, it's not just charging for your time. You're actually providing a valuable service to your customers, right? Yeah. Value. Value is the big thing. You're providing value. Yeah. And so you're doing a consultation. That's, that's what I call them. I think you call them the same We, you know, onsite consultation, mm-hmm. because that's what it is. It's no different than if you needed to have like a procedure, medical procedure, you may do a consultation with the doctor and I guarantee you they're charging your insurance for that consultation. So yeah. you're getting advice, you're getting recommendations from a professional and unless you're not a professional, you should be charging for your time to go out there and meet with them because you're not. And here's, here's where a lot of guys get wrong. I mean, a lot of guys will go out there and they'll, they show up, Hey, Mr. Customer, I'm here to uh, look at your bathroom, you know? Okay, great. And then here, I just need to get some measurements. Yeah. You want to do this? Okay. I'll, I'll shoot you over an estimate later on. And that's all they're doing, right? They're, they're just going out there to take measurements and that's not what you should be doing. You should be going out there to give advice, give your opinion on things, build rapport with them. It's another way to build rapport, you know, get in there and have conversations. Yes, you're going to get measurements. Yes, you're going to get all the information you need. But it's also a you're giving them your professional opinion. Just like today, I I went and did an on-site consultation this morning, bathroom consultation, Master bathroom, $250 is what I charge for a bathroom. And, you know, we, we had to talk about a few things. They wanted to put move a shower and there was some plumbing that had to be moved. And we talked about which was the best way and what's the difference between going back with ceramic tile versus a luxury vinyl tile. Like all these things came up in the conversation, right? So I wasn't just there to provide them with a number. I was there to talk through these things. And I was there for an hour. I was measuring it up and talking to him for an hour. So I got paid. Yeah, but that, that doesn't include your drive time there, your drive time home, your mental uh, work up to get there. You know, the, the value is in the service, right? So you're discussing logistics, how long it's going to take, what they can expect, you know, like how contractors are going to be coming in and out of their home. Or are they going to come through the side door? Are we coming into the garage? Are we coming through the front door? Are there steps? Are there dogs, you know, the, you know, are there animals that we need to consider that are going to want to leave? And, and like, there's so much involved there. It's such a valuable service. And people, clients, they don't know any better. They might make, have some assumptions. But if you can communicate to the client in a way that you help them understand that the value that you're going to provide and, and that the actual service that they're going to get and the valuable information they're going to have at their hand, the resources are going to be in their hands, whether 
you provide the service or the next guy or the next guy or the next gal does the work, they're going to have that that valuable information for it. And so if, if you can explain that over the phone in a nice, easy conversation, clients are more than happy. I would say 97% of the time, my clients are more than happy to pay me for a consultation, whether I they're going to hire me to do the job or not. They just want to know what it looks like and how it's going to happen. Yeah. And also, you know, proportionally to the job, if you're doing like a a $50,000 remodel and the customer's not willing to pay $200, $250, $500, then that should be a red flag right there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're just collecting information. They're just, then they're not ready to buy. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else? I mean, you could probably have that conversation over the phone that, hey, this is, Brad, this is a $50,000 conversation. And if they're like, whoa, oh, geez, well, like, okay, right? If you had that conversation over the phone, then you're not wasting your time driving out there. Even if you're getting the 250, I'd rather not. I'd rather have that conversation ahead of time and do some other productive stuff working on your business or spending time with your family or doing something that you love as a hobby, like instead of wasting all that energy. Yeah, well, the one I went to this morning, they're not even wanting to do the job till September. And I was like, well, I mean, we talked about that on the phone, but it's been like two weeks since I talked to them. And I, I didn't remember this when I was there this morning, but I was like, that's fine. But I mean, just so you know, like our, our estimates are only good for 30 days, like the pricing. So, and who knows what the yeah. price of lumber, I mean, it may be 30% more comes September, but yeah. they, they wanted a number now a firm number now so that they could plan so that they could make arrangements for money and all that. Not even so much money. It's their, they have a kid at home and they want to wait until they're gone to do this. And so it's a timing issue for them, but they want to know now so that they can plan ahead for all of that. Right. So they had no problem paying me $250 to come out there and give them that information. Now I obviously I'd rather have the job, but if I don't get the job, the $250 covered my time, you know, to do that. I'm not like making out like a bandit. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting rich off of consultations, but at least I'm not losing money. Yeah. Well, it's emotionally, it could start to wear on you. You know, imagine if you go out to three visits on a Saturday when you should be out, you know, in a tournament doing something you love but you're out providing a service for people and you're running around hoping to get a project and you got turned down like at three different stops. It's like, that could be a a real punch in the nuts morale killer right there. I remember several years ago, I mean, as little as three years ago, like going and looking at 10, 15 jobs in a week, you know, be like, Oh man, I got so many jobs, like phones ringing off the hook, you know, but the reality of it was, even though I could have sold like, 10 out of the 15 jobs, I couldn't even get to the other five of the 10 that I could sell in time because their time frame was too short. Mm-hmm. So even though I would have won the job, I couldn't meet their time frame. So it was literally just a waste of time. One thing I want to like transition to is if you're communicating with someone on the phone, I, I know a lot of a lot of contractors are like, oh, what, you know, how do you tell someone like you're charging for estimates? Like I told some, you know, if I told this to someone, they'd be like, you're charging me for my estimate. You're like, how do you have that conversation with the people? I mean, there's definitely a way to do that. You know, so there's really a, a nice little art to way 
the way you communicate with the people on the phone and say, hey, like we charge to come out to your place. I can actually share a number with you what it might look like to do a project you're communicating with about. But if you would like to me to come out and, and um, you know, put boots on the ground at your place and kind of really walk you through what this looks like, you know, we, we do have a, a fee for that. Would you like to talk about that? I mean, there's a nice way to be able to say that to get the people to agree to it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, obviously that's what we teach in our, in our profit sales system, but even without that, I mean, you're not going to go, you know, Eric, you want a free est or you want an estimate on your, um, you know, bathroom. Yeah, I can do that for you. I charge $200. You charge $200 to give me an estimate. Yeah. I mean, either, either pay it or I'm not going to do it, man. I mean, that's. <laughs> do people really talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> But you know, that's what, I mean, I, I've, yeah, I've done that too early on before I started when I was first like transitioning to charging for estimates I had done, you know, and it was people that were like, Hey, you know, I needed to get this done. Come out and give me an estimate, like through a text or something. And I'd be like, yeah, I charge $200. You know what I mean? It just comes, I come across as a dickhead through the text, yeah. but that's because I didn't know any better. I mean, that was just last week, by the way, but I mean, still. <laughs> You came across as a dickhead to me just like probably earlier today, if I think about it. You mean because I didn't get back to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, listen, this is a serious topic, man. Oh, I just lost. What'd you do? You knock over your here. whole desk? Yeah. No, I lost some paperwork here in my in my recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> so this is even with our students, they always struggle to do to make this transition, right? And so how would you recommend someone, if someone's listening to this and they're, they're not, obviously not in the program, but they want to start charging for estimates. I mean, how would you recommend they go about doing that? Well, I mean, you got to get versed to talking to people over the phone and just asking about what they're looking for. But I mean, people get into a groove of like, you know, they might just get on the phone and like, Hey, I, I heard you want a pond. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to get a pond. Okay, cool. Like, I'd love to come out and see you and and then check out your property and walk it and and uh, give you an estimate. Is that cool? Like, what when's good for you? Like, they're already thinking in that regard because they're already programmed to think that that's the way it's supposed to go. So you have to like break that paradigm and make a shift and be like, okay, let me just have a conversation with these people over the phone. And whether it's a bathroom or a kitchen or a pond, it's be like, hey, tell me about what you want to do, and like you have this conversation, right? And then if you've done this long enough. You know, I don't know unless you started yesterday. If you've done this long enough, if you've done bathrooms and kitchens and ponds, you've done a handful of them, you might be able to share some some numbers of what your clients have invested in similar projects. And if you if you're able to have that conversation with a person over the phone and then they agree to like, hey, yeah, share that number with me. Suddenly we're talking about money over the phone because you have an idea of what they want. So it's the paradigm shift is what's really, really key to this. And so lucky for me, I, I don't know how this landed in my lap, but like I've been charging for my time for like over 15 years, probably close to 18 years. And so, you know, it was 65 bucks for a long, 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 long time. But it was just like a kind of like just make sure they're ready for me to be there. Because I used to go to people's homes and I'd show up and they wouldn't even be there. How many times has that happened? They're like, I'll give you a free estimate. I'll come out. I'll meet you. I'll be there at three o'clock on Tuesday. You put it in your calendar, you show up at three o'clock on Tuesday, you're knocking on the door, no car in the driveway, no one shows up, you wait for five minutes, you call them, they're like, oh, oh, dude, you're there? Oh, I totally forgot. Like, 
that's unacceptable. So when, when that happens enough, you like, you have to like figure out a way to break that. And it's the paradigm shift of, of having a conversation with them saying, Hey, I'd love to come out to your place uh, and walk you through this and do the design. You know, before we schedule the appointment, I wanted to let you know, I, I have a small fee for us to come out there and do the measurement and do the design work for you. I just want to make sure you're cool with that before we schedule and wait for them to respond. And if they're like, oh, well, if they get all pissy, then you're like, well, maybe this is not my client. But if they're like, yeah, Brad, that that's cool. Like, yeah, that's fine. Now there's a little bit of skin in the game. You can you can expect that they're actually going to be there. And you're going to say like, Brad, if, if we come to agreement on number, I'll just... I won't even charge you this the, the $65 fee or the 500 or 250 or whatever you're going to charge. You know, we can just waive that all together when I'm at your place and we can if we sign the paperwork and get you on the calendar, that design fee goes away and we'll just get the retainer for the project. How's that sound? You know, it's a simple conversation like that and then you know, they're going to be there, they're going to respect your time. And they're going to take you seriously instead of just like treat you like a piece of shit. Like, oh, okay, well, this guy's going to, this contractor's coming out and to tell me how much it's going to cost. I've had people that are like, you know, we go through that whole thing and they're like, yeah, that's cool, 250 And then, you know, we schedule the, the consultation for next Tuesday. And then Monday I'll get a call and it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to hold off on this for a moment because we need to take care of X. And so if they didn't realize that there was a cost involved in that, you know, coming out there, they may have, exactly. they may have just said, well, come on out anyways, because we just want to have an idea, even though it may be another six months before we actually do anything. Right. So it works exactly. and in this particular one I'm thinking of. I mean, they just, they came to a realization that before we do this remodel, maybe we need to pay off our car. Like we need to pay off some debt first. And so they were just making a financial mm-hmm. decision, which is perfectly fine but they realized that i wasn't coming out there for free they were going to pay me and instead of paying me to only realize that they were going to wait it wasn't worth it so they canceled and i was okay with that dude this is even worse like you have to go in the people's house and they're not going to be there so like ah we'll just i'll just call them and leave a message or whatever like for me like this is the real kick in the nuts is like i just have to walk into their backyard so i'd show up no one would be there I'd be like knocking on the door. No one would be there. I'd be all upset. I'd call them. Dude, this is before cell phones. I'm old, bro. Like I'd be beating on the door and I couldn't even call them. Tell me how ridiculous this is, right? But then then all of a sudden you're knocking on the door. You call them. You're like, hey, from the pond, I'm here to look at your yard and, and meet you to talk about your water feature. Like, oh, dude, I got tied up at work. I'm super busy. Just go into the backyard. I want it in the back corner on the left-hand side. Like, you know, have a look and then like call me later and tell me what you think. No, like, no, this is not happening. This is not how this works. You just totally disrespected my time. This is not cool. You know, like that's a real pisser, at least for you. Like you got to get in their house. Yeah. Oh man, we've, I've had people like, Oh, I'll leave the door unlocked. You can go in there and take a look. Or whatever. <laughs> Forget that. Some people are super trusting. I'll be like going straight to the fridge. I go straight to the fridge, see if they have any beer, get some, get something to eat. No, you, sh- you don't show up. I'm drinking your beer and eating your food. <laughs> well, I would, you know, the thing I would recommend if you're wanting to start doing this, I would, my personally, I would recommend doing starting small. I would literally just start charging 50 bucks. 
like because it's more of a you got to get your feet wet and get over the uh, fixed mindset of that people aren't going to pay you right you have to get over that and so it's just kind of like dipping your toes in the water and i mean we could argue about jumping in head first and all that stuff but i would recommend just start at 50 bucks call it a measuring fee I don't care what you call it, but look, if you go to Lowe's and you buy a door and you want it installed, they charge you $50 to come out and measure for the door, right? So even Lowe's charges you for that. So do the same and call it a measuring fee, call it a, I don't care what you call it fee and just start there. And then once you do that, you'll get a little bit of confidence built up and then you can raise it to a hundred bucks and then 150 bucks, 200 or whatever. I mean, we have members in our group that are charging $1,500 for consultations. And when you get so busy, when you're, when you're six months or a year booked out, I mean, you can charge whatever you want, basically. Yeah. I mean, my, my only kicker to that is like, if, if you start too cheap, people not might, they might not take the value seriously enough. You know, like 50 bucks is like, you know, people spend that in two days at Starbucks, you know, it's like, so for you go like, hey, for 50 bucks, I'll come out and measure. Like, there is a point, like, I, we want you to feel comfortable with whatever number you feel sane, right? But 150 to 250 $75, like, these numbers are pretty normal for the contractors and students that are charging. It's, it's very, very normal. Like, 20 years ago, I was charging 65 you know, like, so for $50 today, it's, it's, not, it's not that much. So at some point, there's a level, like, people will take you serious. And here's an interesting point, Brad. Imagine if you're talking to someone and you're not really feeling it. You're like, you don't know if they're serious or not. You're like, I don't, I don't know if I get this guy. I, I like what they're saying, but I'm, I'm not, I think this guy might be full of shit. If you go like, Hey Brad, you know, I'd, I'd love to get out to your place. I'd love to schedule an appointment. But before we do, I just want to make sure you're cool with the fact that if I come out there and, and we decide not to move forward with the project, you know, I do have this measuring fee. Is that you think that's fair? Get them to talk about it and then tell them it's 200 bucks. And then if they're like, okay, that's cool. Now you have this sense, you have this feeling like, okay, this person might be kind of serious. If, if the person's like, oh, 200 bucks, I don't know. Like, what, like, bro, we were talking about a $50,000 kitchen remodel, like 200 bucks to like kind of sit down with you and your wife and figure out the countertops and the tile and the selection and, and the logistics of where you're going to eat for the next four weeks while we tear your house apart. Like, you know, like there's this perspective here. And if suddenly like they don't want to pay the 200, you have this, you really have a confirmation of the fact that they are full of shit and they're just kind of like trying to throw numbers around. So I think that's an important factor to consider here. Yeah. I mean that, so the only reason why I say you should start small is for you it has nothing to do with your customer. And I don't, I don't even care if they're like, yeah, that's no problem. And you don't get the job. It's for you to get over the fear of charging for your time. That's simply that I, I want you to charge more. I want you to charge $200, $250, But if you're like literally white knuckle paralyzed with fear, I, I can't charge anyone because you know, I'll never get to work. You are the one that needs to start at 50 bucks just to prove to yourself that people will pay that. And I don't care if it's an insignificant, I don't care if it's two days worth of Starbucks coffees. I don't give a crap. I want you to prove it to yourself that you can do it. Right. Listen, Brad, I don't know if you remember what one of the people that were coaching, 
I remember I was talking to her and I was kind of nervous. Like I was trying to pressure her to, to charge for her time to go to the people's home to do the design work. And she was just paralyzed by it, paralyzed by it. And like, I was trying to figure her out still. And th- during the coaching call, I was talking to her. I was like, well, okay, how bad do you need this next job? Like the next phone call you take, how bad do you need it? Like, are you not going to pay your mortgage? Are you not going to have enough money to to pay for dinner on the table? Or, you know, do you have a little bit of work on the table, right? And she tells me she's booked for six months. And I'm like, what the? Quit being paralyzed by it. Like, throw a couple away. Like, are you only getting one phone call a week or something? And she's like, no, I get, I get a lot of phone calls. I, I'm fielding a, a couple of co- phone calls every day. I'm like, throw a couple away. You're booked for six months. What's the worst thing that can happen, right? Just tell the person next time, just as it comes out of your mouth, just say, it's $250 for me to come and walk your property and help sit down and and discuss how we can change the life of you and your family in this kitchen. Just say that to them. And all this came out in the coaching call and she was terrified. And now she's charging $1,500, in the same in the same breath and she's booked out for eight months it's like so there is there's a really important factor here if you need work next week let's work on some baby steps if you have a couple of months worth of work on the board throw a couple away and tell them 250 tell them 500 like grab yourself by the balls well this was a woman that we were coaching so she didn't have any balls but you know you get the you get the point you know you get the point great you just great eric you just offended half of our listening audience Golly. Half of your listening offense. Not, I am no not way affiliated with Eric. <laughs> I'm no way affiliated with Eric or anything that comes out of his mouth. Dude, I'm the one in California. You're in Indiana. I probably offended half of my audience. I didn't offend any of your audience. <laughs> so there's two other things I want to talk about with consultation charges. So if you if you get pushback. Let's say you have a customer, they, they, you feel good with them, you feel like they're a good customer, and you tell them it's going to be $250, and they're just not sure you know, about that. What we do is, as long as they move forward with a project, that consultation charge, that $250, gets credited to the job so that they get that money back, right? And so you can, if you get to a point where it's like, if I said, Eric, you know, to come out there and, and meet with you and, and your wife, it's going to be $250. And you're saying, well, you know, why do you charge that? I don't, I don't really feel comfortable. What if you come out here and it's, you know, it's more than what you said or whatever, like all that stuff, you know, you can bring it in to that money does get credited to the job. So the only time you would have to pay that, it, that you're not getting that back is if you decide not to move forward with us, right? So mm-hmm. that does change it a little bit because now it's not like they're just paying $250 and then they have to pay for the the job itself, although it's minor amounts of money. But that is a way that you can get past someone's apprehension of you know paying that because it does get credited to the job. Uh, f- funny story is today I, I took a call from a client. They had called and left a message yesterday. I was busy like crazy. I got late. I didn't call them back yesterday. I know I'm a piece of shit. Sorry. They called back today. I picked up the phone and I was like, Rich, what's happening? I'm super sorry. Wasn't able to catch your call tomorrow. Thank you so much for your patience. What, what's happening? This is a guy that went and did a consultation with 
for a, a remodel project in a pond, 250 bucks I charged him to go to his place. And here it is. It's been a while. It's been probably six or eight weeks since we did the whole thing. He's calling me back. He's like, hey, I want to move forward on this on this thing. And I was like, okay, well, what did you decide? And like, I'm in the field, like I'm running a tractor and I'm, I'm managing 10 guys and I'm like trying to get things going. And like, I don't have my notes. I was not even pulled up what, where we were at. But I have a pretty good understanding of where we were. And so we talked to money for a little bit. And I said, you know, this is probably what we're talking for what you're describing. I don't have my notes in front of me. You know, is that what you're thinking? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, well, and, and your wife's cool with that? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if we come out again, he's like, well, is that going to be another 250 bucks for you to come out again? And I was like, no, 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 it's not going to be another 250 bucks because the next time I come out, you know, I'll bring paperwork to get on the calendar. You know, I'll, we'll get a commitment. And, and so, I mean, if you're ready, then that's what's going to happen next. And he's like, yeah, 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 cool. And, but he was very much like, and so that, that but that 250 I already spent with you is going to, you know, get applied to the project. Right. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, I'm not like it's 30 days and it's over. Like this was a while ago, right? So for me, I'm like kind of, I like let that slide back and forth, right? Especially if I like the customer. So it was very much like, hey, you're not going to charge me 250 again to come out next time. I'm like, no, I'm going to ask for a thousand and that's going to secure your construction date. And I will, I will apply that 250 that you've already spent with me to the job. And it was very much a point of conversation. So I think clients appreciate that and that, like they're there's they have skin in the game. You could feel it in him. You could feel the like the pressure on him. It's like, hey, I want to move forward. I'm not gonna pay you more. I'm gonna pay you what we talked about, and I want that money credited to the job. And I was like, Cool, let's do it. Yeah, that's a good story. And I, we do that too. I mean, I tell people, you know, as long as you hire us within thirty days, not I mean, really it's more of a uh putting a uh, time you know, timestamp on them just to get them to make a decision. Obviously, right. if they call me back 36 days later, I'm, I'll give them credit for it. I mean, if they call me three years later, I'm not going to give them credit for it. But still, here's the great thing about it. It's your business. You can you can do whatever you want. I mean, there's yeah, no right or wrong way. <laughs> there's no right and wrong way, except the wrong way is not charging for your time. And right. here's the other thing, too. And you can make this decision, and I've done this. If I have an existing customer, if someone's paid, you know, thirty thousand dollars for a remodel project, and they call me up and they say, "Hey, you know, Brad, we got another project we want you to do," I may not charge them a consultation charge, right? Because they're already an existing customer, they're a good customer, and I can make that decision. And so, that's up to you. That's your prerogative. But if it's a new person I've never, never done business with, I don't know who they, who they are. I don't care if it's even a referral from my good customer. They're getting charged a consultation for me to come out there. For sure. And here's one other point I'll add for those that are like, yeah, but you know, I, I just, I don't know. You can always take it away. You can always make special case situations, right? For example, I said, Eric, it's going to be $250 to come out there. And you're like, I don't really, I'm not really comfortable with that. And you feel like just from the call, you feel like this is a really good opportunity. They're just, they got burned last time because another contractor charged them to come out and they didn't, you know, took their money and never heard from them again. You can make it and say, you know what, Eric, I feel really good about this conversation. What I can do for you 
is instead of two hundred fifty, I'll only charge you a hundred dollars. Would would that make you feel a little more comfortable? Right. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do that on a referral. I'll be like, Hey, since you're good friends with my buddy, like, you know, I'll come out and do some design work with you. I really want to get the project. And ultimately my goal, Brad, is to, you know, I'm going to bring some paperwork and if we can come up with an agreement on a number, you know, I'll drop the paperwork and I'll just get a retainer and put you on the calendar. Uh, But if you, if you don't move forward with it and you want to think about it, you got to talk to your spouse. I, I totally get it, you know, but my fee is normally 250. But since your buddies with, you know, so and so. I mean, if you need a little bit more time, I'm only going to charge you 150. Is that is that fair? You know, like there's that conversation. It's, it's an uncomfortable one, but like those are the you got to get comfortable having those uncomfortable conversations. And so sometimes they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, come out. You know, they still have a little skin in the game. I don't want you to go for free just because you know my buddy. I'm not going to come for free. You're still going to have a little right. skin in the game, but I'm going to make you feel a little bit special. But I'm also going to let you know I want the job, and I'm going to I'm going to bring paperwork so we can sign and I can get the retainer for the job. And so, like that conversation is very important. It's part of the commitment pillar of the profit sales system. So, like that's that's part of the whole process. So, learning how to talk to those people and having that conversation is like paramount. It is. It is absolutely paramount. And I just wanted to make sure I that clarified on that is that you have the power to change stuff. Now, I'm not saying I'm not giving you permission to be like when you, you know, they first time they balk at price and you just say, OK, I won't do it. Then I won't charge you anything. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not, I'm not giving you permission to, to retract it all. I'm saying it's easier to take money away than it is to ask for it later on. Right. You can always reduce it. You can always make exceptions if you feel like if you have to pay the bills this week, but you still charge for that, you can reduce that to make that if if they're worried. It's it's all case by case situation, right? It's not a, it's not a one size fits all for every situation, but you can always reduce that. You can always change it. I've done stuff, too, where it's like, well, if I come out there and, and I can't do it for over you know, for less than what I told you, if I can't do the job for less than 10,000, I won't charge you the consultation, right? Because I should be able to know enough about my numbers to know whether or not I can do it for under 10,000. So I've done that before. It's like, I'm not going to, if I get out there and it's going to be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to do that job, I'm not, I just won't charge you the consultation fee because that's my fault. That doesn't, that hardly ever happens. Like that's not, but just giving them that reassurance makes them feel better. As long as it's not your fault, but see, some of the time, sometimes you get out to the place, and then, you know, the other decision maker or the the spouse, the influencer might show up, the next door neighbor, whoever is influencing the project, they might show up, and all of a sudden you're dreaming, and you're like, hey, well, I want to put some, you know, I want this touch screen mirror, and then it makes the lights go up, and I want the bidet, and like, and I want the heated seats, and all of a sudden, like, if they start to push the price up then they're still going to pay. Like Brad said, it's your prerogative and we're going to let you like move around, but we're not going to let you be a bitch. Like Brad's like, oh, it's your business. Like, I don't want you to, like, we want you to stand up for yourselves. That's what this podcast is about. Hammer and Grind is about empowering contractors to put more profit in the P&L. And part of that is to not waste your time at people's homes, giving free estimates and letting them run you ragged. Ask for, to be paid for your time, to put some skin in the game 
to make the project more likely to happen so you have more time to work on your business and your family and all that stuff. It's all like, this is all critical mass that we're talking about. Yeah, we don't want you to use it as an excuse. We don't want you to use it as a, as a here's the thing. Everybody thinks that they're, they're the exception, right? Yeah, but Eric, you don't know my customers. I live in an older community and they don't want to pay any bills, blah, 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 make excuses. Like everybody's the exception to the rule. And that's a bunch of bull crap. So I'm not going to let you use that those excuses to justify what you're doing, but you can still make adjustments if if needed to make it work for your customer. So I want to tell a story, a real quick story about a, a real true story to end this podcast. And uh, it's kind of funny, but this is like what not to do <laughs> if you're a contractor and you're trying to charge for money. And that is my brother-in-law was building a house. It's probably been 12 years ago now. And the builder that they contacted is a very, very well-known, very highly sought after builder in my area. And uh, this guy is definitely known as like, I wouldn't say a hothead, but he like treats his subs like crap. And, you know, he produces good work, but it's through bullying his subs and, you know, yelling at everybody. And so my brother called him to get a price on building a house and the guy starts, you know, interrogating him. He's like, what's your last name? And, you know, he told him and he's like, I've never heard of that last name. And he's like, where are you from? And he told him the city. And it's like a real small town, suburb town or where we're at. And the guy said, yeah, I don't think you can afford me, man. And that was, yeah, he said, I don't think you can afford me. (laughs) And they, and my brother is very like well off him and his wife are have very, very good jobs and they could easily afford anything that he was producing. And that, that was his response was, I don't think you can afford me <laughs> based on his last name and where he grew up. I mean, the guy had no context. That's not enough to have context. I'll get a better story. Can I tell you my story, please? Yep. I told a client one time to come out to the place to do an orientation consultation for a remodel, told him 250 bucks. I get out to their place. And we like, I show up, the husband meets me out the street. He knew what time I'd be there. He was waiting for me. The garage doors open. I told him I'd be there at a certain time. I showed up on time and he expected it. And I was, and, and like the garage, I walk, I walk up, he invites me in. He's got a beer in his hand, right? It's after hours. It's like five o'clock, five o'clock. And I'm doing the thing, walk in there. I go through the whole caboodle with him. I could, I could really realize he was military. As soon as I walked up, I'm like, this is a military guy. This is like long-term military. So we go through the thing and, and uh, so somehow we start talking about it. I figure out he's a Marine. He's a Marine for 25 years. We go through the whole thing. I give him a consultation. This was not for like a big remodel. It was mainly like to help him understand orientation. He bought the house, has the pond, doesn't know what to do. Like, how can I make it better? I, I spend my time with him. And so we go through the whole thing. And like halfway through, he's like, can I get you a beer? And I was like, hey, if you're getting another beer, I'll drink a beer with you. And by this time, he'd already known he was a Marine, right? And uh, I'm like, if a Marine offers me a beer, I'm not going to turn it down. He's like, okay. He gives me a beer. We're drinking. And um, this is when it comes to my your prerogative, my prerogative. So when it came down to it, I, I asked him some questions about his experience in the military and so forth. He was 25 years. 
And uh, at the end of the conversation, I, I was like, hey, do you need anything else from me? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, I want to get home to my family. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, let me get you some money. And I said, hey, I don't want your money. This beer was like plenty for me to spend my time with you. I really appreciate your service. And like, this is the least I can do to tell you how to take care of your pond. And I, I really appreciate all you did for our country. I'm really proud of you. And like the fact that I drank this beer with you is like enough for me. That's, that's enough. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? I'm like, I'm dead serious. I'm so, I'm so just proud to be here right now with you. And he was like, all right. And like, I have this amazing relationship with that guy to this day, but it's like in my heart, it was authentic. It's really how I felt. And I was like, I don't want your money, man. The 250 is not important to me. Like that was a really fun experience for me. And so it's your prerogative. You can make those choices, but here's the most important thing. He expected to pay me because I had the difficult conversation with him over the phone prior to me going to his house and he was paying me. And then like that moment that I told him, you know, I'm just happy to drink a beer with a 25 year Marine veteran. And like, that was, that was a freaking big deal. And so you have the choice to do that, but don't be a bitch. Have that difficult conversation before you go out there. Get that person to have some skin in the game, and everyone's going to win at the end. It's a great story. Thanks for sharing that. I think we nailed it, man. I think we made the case yeah. as to why you should charge. There is there is no case for why you shouldn't charge other than a good story to tell later on. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, that... The reasons to charge are the exponential. They, they go on and on and on and on. And if you want to dive deeper on that stuff with us, you know, we want you to reach out to us. You know, you can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. You can hit us up in the DMs and we're, we're, we're really reachable. You can reach out and talk to us and we're going to share our feedback with you. Isn't that right, Brad? Well, I'm pretty reachable. I don't know about you. I don't know who would want to reach out to you, but. I'm an eye personality. I'll talk to someone all night long. Jeez, come on. Get the hell out of here. Eric could talk to you all night long just about something that's not even important. <laughs> all right, I'm going to take us home unless you have anything else to say. Take us out of here. Thank you so much for lending us in your attention and your ears today. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to us. If you just took a moment to review and subscribe to the podcast, smash that five-star rating is really important to us it helps us uh, position the podcast and the ratings and uh, again if you want to reach out to us and uh, touch with us on personal level hit us up on facebook or instagram you can find us at at hammer and grind podcast.com and if you want to know more about the profit club hit us up at hammer and and uh, reach out to the little bar on the side and you'll find the Profit Club and you'll find out more about that. But until next time, we'll catch you soon and we're hoping you're killing it and crushing it out in your contracting business.